We're so focused on the costs that we don't often look at the benefits that come with those costs. And I think that's one of the biggest differentiators. It's one thing to just look at a cost. It's another thing to say, is this additional cost, if I were to look at it as an investment, what is my return going to be? What would your life look like if you could replace all of your working income with simple and conservative investments that could do it for you? Over the last 13 years, we've helped thousands of clients transact over half a billion dollars in simple and conservative real estate transactions, allowing them to begin replacing their work income with real estate investment income. Each week, we'll be pulling back the curtain on the ins and outs of real-time, retirement-based real estate transactions that will transform your financial future, even if you have no real estate experience. This is Replace Your Income with me, Kevin Clayson. And Steve Earle. All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Replace Your Income with Kevin and... Steve. How's it going, Kev? Oh, what's up, man? I uh, I thought you fell asleep for a second. Did you fall asleep for a second? Uh, no, but there may be a little bit of a delay because we are doing this very remotely today. Okay, so let's blame it on the delay. We're going to pretend like we are nationally syndicated radio hosts, and there's this delay that we're having to deal with. This is like the Howard Stern show, um, and we're to, but we're professionals, so we're just going to go right on. We're going to go right on along. Sound okay to you? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> if they could well, see the video, it would be like one of those videos where, you know, the the the, the lips and the mouth move, but uh, no, no words are coming out until, you know, delayed two or three seconds after. It would be like an old Bruce Lee movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, uh, listen, let's, uh, we should do an entire episode on Enter the Dragon. When was the last time you oh, saw Enter the Dragon? I used to have Bruce Lee's. Uh, I had a poster of Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon, on my wall as a little kid. And he had those, like, four, like, gashes across his chest. And, uh, I mean, classic, classic show. He, I, he inspired I, me as a kid. I did not know this about you, but I remember watching Enter the Dragon in those Bruce Lee movies with my dad. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever and uh, that's probably why I, I like I still watch that stuff today. And it's also probably why I use my children um, as examples so that I, I just try to like I don't injure them. You know what I mean? But it's like I still want to practice my karate and feel like I'm cool. You know, is that a pro- Is that OK to do or should I? Is that not OK? Well, it's a problem, Kev. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the real problem is that we haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks because there have been so many awesome things going on. Um, the world is shifting rapidly in real estate, in real life. Um, we are recording this right before the election. Uh, and so we've got a big election coming and the world feels topsy-turvy. Real estate is literally changing at, at the speed of sound, it feels like, but that's why we're here to talk about something today that we think will be really effective for everybody out there. Because what we're going to talk about today, Steve, as you know, it's not just a principle for now. It's a real estate principle that can honestly increase ROI and maybe give you a little bit of a different perspective when it comes to real estate. And that's why we want to talk about it. That's why we want to dive in. But it maybe is even more appropriate today with the changing real estate environment than than it maybe even is at other times. And so we're going to dive into it today and talk a little bit about it. Because Steve, we love to 
talk about real estate in a way that the world, you know, we look at the world of real estate, we look at the world of investing through a slightly different set of lenses, um, probably thanks to Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. I'm just going to assume that's the reason. So we're going to talk about something today that I think is is going to be a lot of fun. Well, Kev, I mean, the reality is that real estate is constantly changing. That is, you know, the one constant in real estate is that it is constantly changing. And so as investors, we have to constantly adapt. We have to constantly take a look at where we are in this in the real estate cycle. And what's really cool at being at the stage that we are in the life cycle of our company is we've been around near, for nearly 15 years now. And so we've seen the market crash back in 08, 09. We saw it recover. We saw it go crazy. We, we, we've seen it do what it's do, it did during COVID. And, uh, and now just recently with, with crazy inflation and crazy low interest rates. And now, uh, you know, the, the rise of interest rates. And, and where we're at in the cycle today, Kevin, really um, is reminiscent of, of when interest rates were actually really low. Um, it, I mean, they're really high right now, but a potential solution to the issue that we face with, with, with higher interest rates, and which is the cause of lower cash flow, is, is a very similar remedy to when interest rates were, were really low. So let me kind of explain uh, what I mean, Kevin. And that is when, when interest rates began to drop and, and they got to these historically you know, low levels, um, there was an opportunity to refinance. And you know, some, of, some of our clients, rightfully so, you know, had the question, it's like, well, I just barely bought my, my real estate a, you know, a year ago or six months ago or two years ago. And so in real estate, it, it takes you a, a few months to recoup the costs of closing. And so to just jump into a refinance and take on those additional closing costs again, I mean, it, it's an expense, right? And so many of our clients looked at it from the standpoint of it was an expense. And so what we did is we, we took a few minutes to help our clients understand that the reality of refinancing and the cost associated with it was really just an investment. So, for example, you know, uh, just a year ago, as people were, were trying to refinance into lower rates, let's say that it was, you know, a cost of $6,000 to refinance. Well, we would take a look at what the savings would be. So if somebody refinanced from call it four and a half or five and a half percent down to, you know, three and a half percent, we would calculate what that new payment amount would be and what the monthly savings would be. And then based on the cost, let's say that the cost was $6,000 and the savings per month was, let's say, $200, you know, very quickly, you could say, hey, you know, I'm going to spend this money, the $6,000. I'm going to divide by the cost of, uh, or the the increased monthly cash flow of two hundred dollars, which is twenty four hundred dollars um, per year. So you take the uh, twenty four hundred dollars divided by that six thousand dollars, and that's forty percent. So if you look at at that from an investment standpoint as opposed to a cost standpoint, the individuals who chose to refinance were making forty percent. On their money, and if you take that six thousand dollars and divide it by, you know, the savings of two hundred dollars per month, that's thirty months to break even. So within thirty months, you know, you've recouped that, call it, you know, cost, or you recouped your initial investment of six thousand dollars in thirty months, and along the way, you were making forty percent on your money. Now, once you've recouped that full, 
you know, $6,000 investment. Now your return on investment is infinite. So Kev, here's the question. How do you, how do we apply that same principle to what's going on today? Because with interest rates, you know, hovering, you know, right around seven and a half percent, seven and a quarter percent right now for an investment property. Here's the question is, could it make sense when you purchase a new property to secure a lower interest rate by buying that interest rate down? So there's a cost associated with buying that interest rate down. And I would, you know, propose to you that it's not really a cost. It's an investment. Okay, so this is a really critical mindset shift. And this is one of the things that we absolutely want to talk about today, which is so often we look at aspects of investment and we go, well, how much more is it going to cost? But but we don't often realize that even the shift in, in the languaging of cost and investment can change how we interact with the investment. See, if we were to look at those, so when we talked about refinancing and we talked about a cash out refinance and when people would look at it and say, oh, well, there's a cost associated to it, when they would instead look at it and say, well, if I make an investment in a lower interest rate and a higher cash flow, what's my return on investment? That is an entirely different conversation and it feels different. And when we look at interest rates, so, you know, I've got a mortgage background and so often when it comes to loans and when it comes to closing costs, We're so focused on the costs that we don't often look at the benefits that come with those costs. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, differentiators. It's one thing to just look at a cost. It's another thing to say, is this additional cost, if I were to look at it as an investment, what is my return going to be? Am I going to be better off financially by investing this money or whatever this, you know, if we want to call it a cost? And that's what we're talking about with buying down an interest rate on an investment property or on an investment loan. And the analogy that I think of with this, Steve, is uh, so do, do you remember I went to Disneyland back in June? Do you remember that? Like right yeah. after the kids got out of school. Okay. So when I went to Disneyland, I, I kind of had a beef with Disneyland. I think I've even talked about it on the podcast where I'm kind of mad at Disneyland that like you have to pay for fast passes now, right? Like I used to go to Disneyland and you used to just go walk all over the park and you'd put in your little ticket and they'd kick out a little fast pass and it would tell you what time to come back to the ride. And I always loved that because I got really good at like planning out my day and then we which rides to get a fast pass at. And then all of a sudden Disney's like, oh, you know what? COVID, we're not making enough money because of $16 churro isn't enough money to make. So then they said, okay, we're going to charge for fast passes, right? You'd have to walk into the park and along with the ticket that you already spent, whoever knows how much on, you could spend an additional $20 per person to be able to uh, to have a fast pass for the day, to be able to use your phone and get your fast passes so you didn't have to wait in all the lines. And I was like, as a matter of principle, I was so mad at Disneyland that I was like, if I go to Disneyland, I am not going to buy this Genie Plus thing. Forget it. This is so stupid. Okay, look, I went to Disneyland. We went one day without buying the pass. And I was like, uh, yeah, we're going to need to go ahead and pay the extra $100 a day for my family for this pass. And here's the reason why. When I shifted my thinking from this pain, this extra cost for Genie Plus to investing in my family's happiness, that and that was that was honestly the shift. It was like, okay, look, we've already spent the money. We're here at Disneyland. 
We've already spent the money for the hotel. We've already driven here. We are already having this wonderful experience, but how do I make it even better so that my kids are not as bugged while they're standing in line? How do I make it? And all of it, when we, the first day we invested in Genie Plus, my kids thought it was the coolest thing ever, Steve, because we're just running in one line after the other and like, this is amazing. And they had this entirely different, amazing experience. And I started to think about other aspects in my life where in the past, I've thought of it as a cost. But if I were to shift my thinking into, I'm going to make an investment in this better experience. Um, and, and, and what am I going to get for that investment? Is that going to well offset the investment that I'm making? And I started to think about real estate in the same terms. And that's what we're talking about here today is if you look at buying down your interest rate, like investing in a, a Disney fast pass, the concept is this. If I were not to look at it as a cost, but if I were to go close on a purchase and I were to spend a little bit more money of my total out-of-pocket expenses to buy down my interest rate, to increase my cash flow, and overall have a better return on investment, if my return on investment um, is better and if I'm offsetting my investment or my cost within just a couple years of even making the investment in the first place, all of a sudden now my experience for the entire lifetime of the investment is much better, just like it was when I invested in Genie Plus. And that's what we want to talk about today. We want to let everybody know that right now in this current interest rate environment, there is a way to lower your interest rate. Now, look, you're not going to buy down your interest rate to 2% like it was you know, a year or two ago, but we you're going to go through some numbers and we're actually going to invite a very special guest on who actually knows this is doing this every day as he's looking at it with our account executives and with our clients. We are going to have Nathan Larson come on and we are going to talk a little bit about what are the real numbers. If we were to really look at a single investment property and we were to take it to the moment of I'm ready to close on this investment property, what's my potential pro forma look like? What do my numbers look like? What's the, the property game plan look like? And then if I were to buy down my rate, how much extra is it going to put into my pocket and how long will it take me to offset that investment in order to make it work? over the long run. And so we are going to have Nathan Larson come on today and talk a little bit about this. Before we bring him on, Steve, is there anything that I missed in the description of, of what's cool about an interest rate buy-down or that analogy of using extra dollars at Disneyland to increase or to improve my family's experience? Is that, is that, a, is that an appropriate analogy, do you think? Yeah, Kev, like I, I actually, I really like that as an analogy. Here's, here's the one thing that I would add though. Your Genie Plus experience lasted for the day, right? It was it was a temporary uh, investment that paid big dividends, and I guess really, you know, it was temporary in, in nature. But the memories, the memories will be like long, long lasting, right? And so, I think it's an appropriate analogy. If I were just to share real quickly, you know, even while the interest rates were low, I, I refinanced one of my properties. is is a bigger property. And it was interesting. I went to my loan officer and I was like, hey, like I've got this killer interest rate that, that, that you're getting me, but is there a way that I could, you know, decrease it anymore? And, we, and that's when we kind of talked about buying down points. So even though the interest rate was already crazy low, I went ahead and Kev, I actually spent nearly 10,000 extra dollars in closing to buy down my rate even more because I... I did this calculation that I shared with you earlier, where 
not only what did I pay for the cost to refinance my property, but in addition to that, I actually paid more to buy down that interest rate additional because there, there's kind of like a a sliding scale, right? There's a what what's called a diminishing rate of return. So depending on where you're at in the scale, like you can get a bigger bang for your buck. So like you just said, you can't like just buy your rate down to two because it would get so expensive that your return on that buy down wouldn't be worth it. But there's kind of like magic points along the scale where you can maximize your buy down in terms of cost and benefit. And so I bought my kind of figured out what that, uh, that cost benefit analysis was and figured out what the, where I could get the biggest bang for my buck. And I, I went ahead and did that. And so I got this, you know, absolutely incredible rate, but the coolest part is when I calculated my cost versus what my return on investment was, it was significant. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm, I'm excited to have uh, Nate come on here as well. Um, Nate is our manager over our account executives. And uh, he's constantly working on, you know, different, uh, you know, ideas such as this. And so he's put together a number of examples that we've asked him to share uh, with us uh, in terms of of real of getting into the specifics of what this could mean for investors today purchasing, you know, single family homes in the markets where we actually buy. So, you know, without further ado, uh, Nate, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking time to being with us today and taking time from, from your busy schedule to, uh, you know, talk to our audience today about this uh, powerful tool that we have at our disposal. Steve and Kevin, thanks. Yeah, it's great to be with you. It's an honor and a privilege. <laughs> yeah, well, you, better, you, better, you better be honored. It is a privilege. <laughs> I mean, you're, you are on the recorded podcast with the Steve Earl, CEO of Done For You Real Estate, Nate. I mean, do you realize that's a big deal? I know. It is. It's phenomenal. I think I need to have him autograph my done for you hat or something like that. That's a good idea. That's yeah, a yeah, really good idea. I'll, I'll do that the next time you just like pop into my <laughs> office without All knocking right. because you're so honored to uh, be in my presence. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Nate, if you don't have a hat, I know Steve well enough to know he'd be happy to Sharpie sign your forehead. He'd yeah, do that for I'll, you. I do that and I'll take a good picture of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, so much. you know, some of the examples that you've put together and uh, some of the insights that, that you've discovered, you know, as you've been, um, you know, uh, working this, this, this concept. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really exciting. And maybe just our disclaimer up front. I mean, obviously, you know, we have our own mortgage broker, but you know, I'm not, and Steve and Kevin are not mortgage brokers and so not quoting rates or anything. So we're just going to use estimates here on some of these properties, but it's, it's, it's so fun working with, you know, clients and our properties and really crunching numbers. When you, when you start really looking at the numbers, the numbers don't lie. They, they tell the story and, and, and really what, a, how a property is going to perform for you basically. And so, so, you know, if we use what Steve had talked about, let's just say an estimated rate on a seven and a quarter percent, that's about where rates are at right now for investment properties. And, you know, we took that rate, we plugged it into a property down in central Florida that we recently did. It was a $246,000 purchase price for this property, $1,850 in rent. I mean, very, very typical property and deal of what we do. You know, the net monthly cash flow on that was about $163 a month, basically. And that's at seven and a quarter, you know, percent rate. And so and working with lender, our lenders in saying, hey, if we wanted to buy that rate down, what would be the cost for this? And so estimated buy down 
it's going to vary a little bit per rent per lender. And then also by purchase price as well. It'll be, you know, if the purchase price is a little bit higher, uh, you know, that buy down rate or that the amount to buy down the rate is going to be a little bit higher and so forth. But on this one, we estimated it's going to be about $3,400 to, to buy down that, that rate basically. And so what that equates to though, that's that buying it down to a six and a half percent rate. And so that takes cash flow from $163 a month to $255 a month, actually. It's about $92 a month, you know, increase basically of, of what you would see in cash flow. And so if you if we look at just a straight cash on cash return, it's 2.45% at the seven and a quarter rate, and it at six and a half percent, it takes it up to a 3.7% cash on cash return. And so so there's, like you said, there's a cost to do that. However, and this comes back to exactly what you were talking about with, you know, cash out refinance is, hey, what's what's the cost to do that? We, we look at a break even. So if we if we paid that extra, you know, cash to, to buy down that interest rate to six and a half percent, you know, increasing our cash flow, how long would it take to recoup that that thirty four hundred dollars? And so it's going to be approximately twenty six months, just over two years. And so. Based off of what we're doing with our with our pro, you know properties, we hold those for a good five, seven, ten years. You know, you look at that and say, hey, that that makes sense to to buy that rate down to that amount to improve my cash flows. And so, yeah, so it's a powerful concept. And you know, I kind of feel like saying, you know, like they do on on the infomercials, Kev. What do they say? Uh, but that's not all, folks. That's not and, all. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, Kev, do you want to kind of introduce? Oh, wait, the other thing uh, they say is, kind of the, and wait, there's more. That's what it yes, is. Yes, and wait, there's more. And Kev, do you want to kind of introduce what it is that we're that that for a limited time we're we're looking at doing with our clients? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this is so this is awesome. Okay, so first of all, let me just restate Nate what I feel like I understood from what you shared because we all know here that I'm the dummy in the room. So so if I can understand it, I think that most uh, other people can too, because most everybody is smarter than me. Uh, so if I were to, if I have a property under contract, which I coincidentally do, and I look at it and I say, okay, we want to buy down the rate. So I'm going to pay what well, in your example data was 3,400 extra dollars, right? To be able to right. buy down the rate. That's right. And I'm buying, and I'm buying down that rate from what to what? From seven and a quarter to six and a half. Okay, so I'm saying, look, I don't love that there's a seven and a quarter interest rate right now. And I'm saying, okay, but if I were to contribute $3,400 additional money at closing, I can buy down that rate from seven and a half percent to 6.75%, correct? No, yes, six, 6.5%, actually. Oh, 6.5, sorry, 6.5%, sorry. So I, I, I have a 75 0.75 rate decrease, right? Yep. Um, for $3,400. Now, when I do that, my cash flow then moves from what to what? It increases from 163 a month to 255 a month. So about 90, $92 a month ish or so. Okay, so at first pass, and maybe this is what somebody listening is ex is experiencing, uh, you might be thinking, well, wait a second. So I'm spending $3,400 to gain an additional $90 a month in cash flow, right? Now, right. I, I think that some people might be like, well, wait a second, am I willing to pay $3,400 for an additional $90 of cash flow? But, and to your point, if you were to just say, all right, look, 
Because when we take a look at what the cash flow might be in year one and, and potentially what it might be in year two, the break even on that was how long, Nate? You know, you're about 26 months to recoup that that cost for the buy down. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of correct that actually. So it's a hundred dollars per month in savings. So it's actually closer to 36 months. And Nate, what you're referring to is the uh, and wait, folks, that's not all. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so so it is about 30. Uh, it's about 36, you know, ish months to recoup that out of pocket cost. And the other thing to calculate is the actual return on investment. But I think we'll wait until, you know, we have a little more clarity on, on, on some of the other things that we're going to add to this. Yeah. And so, th so the reason why I'm going through this exercise is so, okay, here we go. It's going to take, if I were to go through this process, I'm going to spend $3,400. I'm going to buy down my rate a little bit less than a percent. I'm going to increase my cash flow by $90 a month. That's going to take me approximately three years to be at a break even, meaning after three years of an additional $90 cash flow, I will have made back my $3,400. But the good news is at that point, I get to keep my additional cash flow, right? I've made my money back. And now for the next five, six, seven, 10, potentially, who knows, 30 years or whatever the case may be, I'm paying $3,400 to get 90 additional dollars in cash flow, but I'm owning that additional cash flow for the lifetime of the investment. Now- And Kevin, can I just add one additional thing there? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. So, and this is, a, this is a really critical and important and kind of fun part of this conversation is that if you take that, approximately $100 a month in additional cash flow, multiply it by 12 months. So you're making, you're earning an extra $1,200 per year. So you take that, you divide that by the cost, which was about $3,400. And the return on your investment, Kevin, is 30, over 35%. So that's like me coming to you, Kevin, and saying, hey, hey, Kev, if you'll loan me $3,400, I'll pay you 35% on that money. Would you be willing to do that? Exactly. And that's a great point, Steve. So sometimes we need to silo our returns. And this is a concept that I think is really important. There's so many ways to evaluate a property and there's so many ways to evaluate um, how we want to look at returns. What Steve is talking about is a siloed experience where we're siloing how much we're paying and what that increased cash flow is. Now, it's obviously going to change the overall percentage of return across the board, across the lifetime of the property. But to Steve's point, if somebody said, okay, hey, I'm going to, or you loan me $3,400, I'm going to pay you 35% on your $3,400. I think just about anybody would take that. And what you're effectively doing is by buying down your rate with $3,400, when you look at the increased cash flow of what effectively is paying back those $3,400, that's the return that, that Steve is talking about. So we're not saying that your property is going to have a 35% return. We're saying that on that additional investment of $3,400 with the increase increased cash flow. If we silo that experience, you are seeing like a 35% return on that $3,400 based on the increased cash flow. So when you silo it, it makes it really, really cool. And you can see why it's a reasonable and good investment. But now we get to it. But wait, there's more. And that's not all. What if, what if it wasn't $3,400? What if everything we just described, okay, the $3,400 giving you a $90 of additional cash flow, what, what if instead of $3,400, you were getting that same exact benefit 
except you were only contributing, let's say, $2,400. And instead of you taking like 36 months to be made whole again, so on, so to speak, right? Instead of taking 36 months to recoup the additional cost, what if it was more like Nate said earlier, more like two years worth? Now, if you could get all the same benefits, but only have to contribute 2,400, so all the same benefits, but only have the payoff be 24 months instead of 30, uh, 36 months. And I don't know what the percentage return would be, Steve, but if it was 35, 45%. Is 45? Yep. So if you could go from a 35 in that siloed example, if you could go from 35 to 45%, if you could get all the same benefits of the increased $90 of cash flow um, for $2,400 instead of $3,400, if you could have the payoff of your additional investment come in 24 months instead of 36 months, who would not do that? If it already made sense by you investing $3,400, what if you only had to invest $2,400? And this is where we get to make an announcement. This is a one, this is a very limited sort of thing. We have never done this before in the history of Done For You Real Estate. I don't know if we're ever going to do it again. We are, we don't even know how long we're going to do this, okay? But this is something that is available today as you listen to this. And so if you've been fence-sitting, if you've been wondering if you need to move forward, if you've been considering, I need to get going in real estate, but I don't know what's going on with inflation and the economy. What if I told you that Done For You Real Estate would be willing to contribute to that additional rate buy down. So instead of you contributing 3400, you'd be contributing 2400 and done for you real estate would be contributing $1000. Now would it make more sense? We've never done this in the history of the company. Nate, Steve, tell us what this means and why this is beneficial right now. <laughs> well, it, it's a pretty cool concept um, when when you think about it. It's like, wait a minute, in a high interest rate environment, you're telling me that that I can get, you know, around three quarters of a point for a $2,400 buy down. So basically, you know, done for your real estate is, is matching up to a certain amount, you know, my efforts to buy down my interest rate. Well, that's exactly what we're doing. And, and it, it's, it's one of those, those things where, where it's like, we know that the philosophy by which we approach real estate works basically in every real estate market um, environment. And when you hold a property for five to 10 years, it just works. But we also recognize and understand that we've come from such a, an area of, of real estate investing where everything was just perfectly aligned, where everything was like almost too good to be true. It was ponies and roses, you know, for a short period of time. And I think that we all got a little bit, you know, spoiled. And so to, to shift back into more of a standard environment, environment that that doesn't look quite as rosy and, and, and pretty as it, as it once did uh, just recently, you know, it takes a little bit of a transition. And so our thought process is to, you know, help our clients ease back into the mindset of, hey, you know, these interest rates, they're not showstoppers. And in fact, real estate works at these different higher interest rates. But if we... You know, if the market could have shifted a little bit more slowly, but we literally in a period of months went from 3% to 7.5%, like literally in months. And so we're just trying to ease that, you know, that uh, that mindset shift just a little bit by making this this offer, you know, to our clients to help them kind of ease back into a little a little bit and to help our clients understand and to see that we're in this with them. 
that we are believers in this program. Kevin, you and I sat down across from, from uh, one of our clients just the other day. We were talking about what's going on in, in the market. And it was interesting for us to be able to say, it's like, hey, in this environment, you know, you and I have continued to invest individually and uh, uh, collectively as a company as well, buying properties using the DFY methodology and, and services and, and, and uh, the, the exact same system that our clients do. And it was clear to us that it really was just more of the, this mindset shift that uh, individuals kind of need, you know, needed just a little bit of time to kind of make that shift to, to understand that the sky is not falling and that uh, this is as good a time as ever to be investing in single family homes when you are intending to hold that property for five to 10 years. And so that's kind of the why behind we thought that this might be a way to help our clients, you know, continue to take next steps and to, to move forward with their investments and to work towards that 10 property goal where with 10 properties, you know, you're essentially economically independent. And we see our role as a company and as individuals to help our clients continue to move forward and, and to not just sit on the sidelines and miss out on opportunities and get sidelined to where they're not taking advantage of, of a market where it is still a awesome time to buy real estate. There is still massive demand for single family homes, the three bed, two bath, two car garage. They are still flying off the shelf. They're just not getting 35 you know, offers all in, you know, in, in the first hour of being available, but they are still being sold within days or a few short weeks. And so it's a little bit more of a normal, normal market. It is, it's not what uh, we're hearing, you know, on, on, on the media where like the, the sky is falling. It just isn't the case. And so I, I believe that this is just a great tool, a great way to, and perspective to, to look at, at real estate and the buy down program and how we can continue to move forward and to work towards that 10 property and economic independence. Yeah. And can so, I just add to that real quick, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You know, and as, as we work with clients, I mean, in, in today's environment, I mean, there's so much moving with real estate. And so rates, though, rates really have, or I should say clients have a lot of fear of rates, especially when they're they're moving the way that they are with the Fed just meeting, you know, again, last week, you know, raising rates, things like that. This, this, this whole opportunity, I mean, really helps take the sting out of, out of, you know, the higher interest rates, basically. Um, and, and I totally agree with what, what Steve said, when, when we look at our clients and what they're really trying to accomplish, I mean, the real magic with real estate starts to happen when you start to hit five and 10 properties. And like, like, uh, Steve and Kevin have mentioned, you know, that economic independence really starts, that magic starts to happen. And so, so when you look at the long-term plan with real estate and trying to hit that five and that 10 property mark, you know, you know, the rates don't don't matter as much as people really think they do, but really to help soften the blow of what we're seeing right now is, is you know, buying that rate down, you know, a little bit of help with doing that. So, like I said, helps take the sting out of, out of those higher rates, basically. So really excited about it. Makes a lot of sense. You know, there's a song going through my head, guys. You want to know what it is? <laughs> yes. We Just share. a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down. Because listen, when we want our kids to eat something that maybe they don't like, but we know what's good for them, we try to sweeten the deal a little bit, right? So look, 
here's this is an experience that Steve and I had the other day. We were and and then we'll we'll wrap this episode because we want you guys to not have to listen to us. We want you to jump on the phone. We want you to email us. We want you to get in contact with your account executive. We want you to go to dfy-realestate.com and, and click a button to book a call so that we can talk a little bit more about this because we want to get this in your lives so that you guys can move forward and realize that it is always a good time to buy real estate. We've preached it forever on this podcast. And the other day we had an experience where we were talking to a client and uh, this client of ours, Steve, if you remember, he he asked the question. He's like, well, you know, I got some money. I mean, should I be investing right now? And Steve and I had the same exact response in our brain, right? And that response was, yes, of course. Who wouldn't be buying right now? You absolutely should. And I, and I had the question come to my mind. Why is our response? Yes, absolutely. Why are we continuing to buy when so many other people are scared? And here's one of the things that I've realized. All of the doom and the gloom in the world right now, everybody telling you that you shouldn't be doing real estate, they are probably not doing real estate, okay? Meaning they are, sometimes we call them the tiny pocket brigade, right? It's people that love to sit on the sideline and tell you what you should do with your money because they'll never do anything with theirs. And they'll tell you everything that they heard on the latest podcast or on the latest news. And we are constantly battling this perpetual information coming from the world telling us, don't do it, get out, be scared, be fearful. And so we thought, what if there was a way that we could make this just a little bit more bearable? Because we understand that it doesn't necessarily feel comfortable to do a seven and a half percent interest rate within when within just a couple of years, that's three, 4% higher than it was. We know that, but listen, it shouldn't be stopping you from doing real estate because the overall benefit that comes from real estate, the long-term benefit by stacking up micro wins to gain millions, by working towards 10 properties and economic independence, if you could get to 10 properties, if you could declare economic independence, it does not matter what the economy was when you bought those homes. It does not matter what the interest rate was. And what we don't want is we don't want people postponing their future for an uncertain today. And that's really the key. And so if there's just a little bit of uh, a spoonful of sugar can help the medicine go down, then what we want is we want to just remove one additional little obstacle for you to say, okay, I can get a little bit of a lower interest rate, a little bit of a higher cash flow. It's going to pay for itself in a much shorter time frame. This is a really limited opportunity that Done For You Real Estate is giving me to be able to jump in and do something so that you're not feeling like everybody around you telling you that you shouldn't be doing it as they sit on the sideline and watch their stock market, uh, their 401k decline, or as they sit on the sideline and watch the prices of everything go up and they don't do anything about it. As they sit on the sideline and they complain about the government and complain about the economy and complain about the interest rates and complain about the recession. And all they do is sit on their hands and complain as opposed to taking real, definite, major action in order to shift their life. And so if it means that we go and match some of the contribution, if it means that we assist with the a, with a interest rate buy-down so you can get off the sideline and get your next property or get your first property, that makes sense to us because our what we're trying to help you accomplish is much more than a simple real estate transaction. It is economic independence. It is the power of 10 properties. It is replacing your income one property at a time over time. And so what we want for you it's just if we can remove one barrier to help you get going, we know what that will mean for you in the long run and in the short run. And so we are super pumped to be able to announce this. But like we mentioned, it is limited. We don't know how long we're going to do this. We know it's something we want to do right now. So my encouragement for you would be to go to dfy-realestate.com, click on the book a call button, chat with us. We have a little chat button right there on the website. You can chat directly with us. You can email your account executive. You could email, uh, you could email 
email, just our general email. You could call our phone number that's on the website. However you want to get in touch with us, we want to talk to you and, and show you what these numbers look like and show you what it could mean to do real estate right now and not sit on the sideline with a tiny pocket brigade uh, complaining about everything and living in a perpetual state of uncertainty as opposed to a perpetual state of action taking that creates something magnificent for you and for your financial future. So uh, I'll just step off my soapbox. Anything you guys want to add there? <laughs> no, I love it, Kev. I love your passion and, and uh, commitment to this investment philosophy. I think that that pretty much wraps things up. Um, our, our goal, our objective today is very clear and uh, appreciate uh, Nate being on the line today and sharing uh, an example with us. And uh, we have a, a multitude of additional examples that uh, him and, and the account executive team can share with you as you, as you call. So, Nate, any last words? Yeah, give us a call. We'll, we'll take it property by property and case by case and really lay out your options and what it would look like. And so it's really customized for you. So, yeah, we'd love to chat. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Nate, for joining us. Thank you, as always, Steve. And uh, make sure you check out the website, chat with us, shoot us an email, give us a call. However we can serve you, we stand ready to do just that. So we'll sign off for now and we'll talk to you real soon. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to Replace Your Income with Steve and Kevin. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to head over to your favorite podcasting platform and do that now. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. This lets the platform know that we're doing something right and that people like the content. It'd be a huge help and we would be super grateful. Also, be sure to head over to dfy-realestate.com and request your free income replacement estimate. We'll jump on a quick call and put a free and personalized income replacement estimate report together for you. Your report will show you a step-by-step -step plan of how you can begin replacing your income one property at a time, starting right away with the resources you already have. It only takes a few minutes, but could change the trajectory of your entire financial future. So until next time, just remember, income replacement for you and your family may only be one property away. See you next week.